Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome. You're listening to Erotic Talk Radio, where we give you the sweetest topics in erotic entertainment. I'm your hostess, sex coach and relationship, Jade, womb goddess Jade, in the building. And we are getting ready to have a special guest on with us tonight. I am so, so excited. We are going to have the Reverend Pimp Daddy Devane in the building. So he will be here momentarily. I am so excited. And we are going to have Queen Goddess Maisha coming in the building um, shortly with us as well. Matter of fact, I think I see her. She's coming in right now. So we are going to grab her and say hello to her. Hey, beautiful. How are you? Hello, hello. I am wonderful. Sorry, I'm a little bit late. Was wrapping up another call. But uh, I'm here and excited for our call tonight. I am so, so excited as well. I am looking forward to this, and I'm looking forward to him coming in in the building with us and and sharing some juicy yumminess as he always does. I do want to throw out something. I just want to have a quick conversation really quickly before we do get him Mm -hmm. in the building, okay? We had um, 
we had a conversation, a deep conversation in one of our groups in the Erotic Talk Radio group regarding um, submission. And um, I had a sister who felt that um, being submissive means being weak. And so I want to stress that to you queen goddesses out there who think that being submissive to your man means that you are weak in any way because it does not, does not mean that. And so Mm -hmm. I don't want for you women to um, think that paying homage to your significant other, to your lover, to your man, to your king, that that is a, a means for you being weak. Um, we are living in society where we feel like because we are dependent women, we are self-sufficient and, and all of this stuff, we need to take power or have power in the relationship. And, and I don't, it doesn't mean that you've lost your power in any way. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we all have a role that we play. Queen Goddess, you can, and you, you know, you're free to um, comment on that. But that really got me. And I said, you know what, I'm going to just throw that out there when we um, have our show tonight because I don't want that to be misrepresented. And, and I think that that word, submissive or submission, that that is a sign of weakness for a woman when she is a dependent woman. And and I, I get so frustrated with how women are saying, um, I'm a dependent woman, I don't need a man, you know, just different things that I hear you you ladies saying and I'm like, Wow, you know, um you you're taking it you're taking that word and you're utilizing it in such a um in such a way that it starts to become distasteful. Does that make sense? Do you understand what I'm saying? And, I and so um exactly what you're Yeah. Saying. Yeah. So so I just wanted to to throw it out there because you know, you can be all of those things. You can lead, you know, in other ways in your relationship, but allow him to do the leading as far as being the man. And I will say this that this is not for everybody. If you're a woman who feel like, you know, I like the man to be submissive, there are men out there that loves that, that is turned on by that. So if that is not your role, I always say we have a role in a relationship. Whenever we, we're in a relationship, no matter what the relationship is, we do have a role. And some people disagree with that. And I'm like, okay, well, then that is why it becomes unsuccessful at times because neither one of you or one of you are understanding your role. So, yeah, I just wanted to throw it out there real quick. If you wanted to touch on that, <laughs> you can. But, um, yeah. I, um. I to... Public service I, announcement. I, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm in complete agreement with you. And, I mean, I'm sure we've talked about it and can do a whole show on it. Um, I, yeah, that's just, that's a lot of pain. That's a lot of pain when, when, you know, I hear women say that and it's a lack of trust in men. Basically it's, I'm not going to give myself over to some man for him to tear me up. Right. Yes. You know, and so I'm not, 
you know, I had to go real quick to look, and so I see what you're what you're talking about, and you know, I mean, I I I, I look, I, I washed my ex husband's feet, you know, and and I massaged them and did all that while I was Listen. a housewife taking care of kids at yes. home because he was out walking all day. <laughs> You know what I mean, and that was that was right. the give and take that that we that we would do, right? You're you're sacrificing your time, and he was working for FedEx at the time, you know. So you're out there pounding the pavement, delivering boxes and packages, and I'm at home with children. And not to say either one of us had it easier than the other, because it's it's hard and easy for each gender in its own way. But I had the opportunity to stay home with my children for all those little moments and watch them grow, you know, and right. for the time when he, when, while he had the job. So, you know, while he did that, <laughs> I, that's what I did, you know, that's what I did. Or when he was working at the, you know, the dairy place, you know, he would, he would get up at five in the morning. And so I got up with him and I would make him breakfast. Cause guess what? I could go back to sleep, you know, but dude got up, you know, if I needed the car for the day, I drive him to work. I drive back home. But I made him breakfast. I gave him his lunch, you know, and then when he came home, he had dinner. And to some right. people, that may be submissive. But to me, it just seemed like the right thing to do because he was out doing what he needed to do so that I could be at home with the children. So why wouldn't I do these things as a sign of appreciation? So I, I when I Absolutely. hear women Absolutely. have issues with submission, <clears throat> I know that it's because, they've been hurt or have seen other women be hurt and they're there's like, nah, there's, there's you're not going to get me like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah, I so. said I would wash his body. The ceremony would be so different because I would be washing instead of just his feet, I would be washing and cleansing his entire body. So that was my takeaway, but I did not respond to the queen God. Yes, I did. I said, Reverend Goddess, uh, Reverend Mother Goddess got on there and I said, listen, I said my ceremony would be completely different. And she was like, holla, because I said I would be washing his entire body. And it yes. looks like that we've gotten away from that. So, ladies, when, when you, oh, my gosh, it, it, it drives me crazy. But, yeah, we're going to have to talk about that on another show, because I think that this is a topic that's worth discussing, and I will invite that queen goddess to come in and listen in or call in or whatever she wants to do. Because, um, yeah, we have to set the record straight on that one. We have the king in the building. Oh, my goodness, I'm so excited. Reverend Pimp Daddy Duvain is in the building. So I want to grab him, and I want him to um, dive into this conversation and whatever other conversation we're going to get into. Because let me tell you, when he comes in the building, we talk about everything. We're in the boudoir just doing it up. And so, yes, I am loving it. And I have, let me see, hello, handsome, how are you? Hey. 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 <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That voice. Come on there with the voice. Hey, what's, what's going on? What is mm. going on? How are you, uh, Daddy Devane? How you are you doing? You know how I'm doing. I'm negatizing. Good. Always good to be on air with you. All right. It's always you good know, to have you. This is as close as I can get to it, get to that thing, but I'll take it. You don't know. <laughs> oh, 
Maisha just told me I ain't going to give you none. I'm scared of you. You ain't going to get none of this motherfucker. Oh, you, now you already know. You lying to the audience. You <laughs> no, lying to the audience. It is like if you want to ever manifest some shit, let's manifest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then there's nobody who listens to the it. show seen anything I'm supposed to believe that for a minute. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyway, Jay, what are, we, what are we doing tonight? Hello. We are going to be you know doing what? it up. Go ahead. It's good you talking about that subject, is, though, because it all fits right in, because that fits right in with sex of wing, which is all the different aspects people are scared to get into with their sexual relationships. Yes. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. So that would include being submissive for, for women, submissive uh for men because and we've talked about this many times on your show over the years is right. people uh the act of being submissive is one of the highest level one of the most powerful positions a woman can be into. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's interesting you should talk about that because I have four women submissive to me and they now one of them no chumps. That's right. You see them tomorrow. That's a very, very powerful position, and they so submissive and powerful. If you told me, look, Daddy, I need you to go to the moon and pick up my mom, I'll find a spaceship and go to that motherfucker. Mm. That's how powerful submission is, just because of, I recognize the power in that. You see what I'm saying? So for a woman to do that, by the same token, for a woman to do that, it has to be with somebody that... She trusts, she know. So I do understand the other flip side of it. While a lot of women won't do it, I do understand that, and it makes sense. But that just means that if it's so much power in that, then you can't. It can't be willy nilly because there's only so many motherfuckers that you can be submissive to. Mm-hmm. After that, it becomes you become a um, a person who is. You are a performer then, you know what I mean? Then that means that you are in you are involved in a series of relationships with, with men or women who are who are paying you and so you're playing a role. Then you ain't got no problem. You know, there's, there's plenty of people out here who are into BDSM for example, bondage and discipline, submissive and masochism. Mm-hmm. They playing a role but they're getting paid for it or they you know what I mean? They it's it's a service. Now you can play submissive and get paid for it or you can actually have a deep to submissive relationship with somebody that you really care about, and then y'all can get ready to fuck up some shit. <laughs> right there, I'm just... So, that's a very, very scary, scary place for a lot of, uh, you know, brothers and sisters nowadays when we're living in the land of, you know, the enemy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. Well, let me let me just ask you, how how would you <clears throat> explain to someone <clears throat> how to what what am I looking for? How to be submissive, how to honor that and and not be afraid to 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 get past their fears of that. Well, if you, you know what, I, it's, it's like this, and I always use this, and you, once again, you know, me and you've been together, like, me and you, like, old, old, 
old bedroom buddies. You know what I mean? We've been talking sexual talk for so long. <laughs> we be talking short. Yes. You don't come up. But for the uninitiated, oh, right? Mm-hmm. I've mentioned yeah. this story many times, which is the, the story about Solomon and Sheba. Yes. If a woman, any black man and woman, if you're interested in somebody, first of all, read the story of Solomon and Sheba over in, in Kings. And remember, the Bible is a lot of fairy tales and, and, and just teaching fables that have a moral uh, lesson at the end of that. And many of those we have to look at and view in that sense. And mm-hmm. you know, the Bible is much about biology and sex. Right, because sex is really the first religion. You see, most people don't forget that. That's another thing that people don't that are scared of. They don't realize that that sex ought to be your religion, not religion itself, the church and all that. Sex is the religion. Mm-hmm. That's what we have to understand. Sex is the first religion, and all the stories and fables and everything that's based on it, the wisdom is based on the incarnate body. You know, your, your, the physical application. So if that's not happy, nothing else that you're trying to work on is going to work out. All right? Mm. So that's the foundation. So having said that, when you read the story of King Solomon, which is basically a sexual story, it's about a powerful woman, and she was black. We all know this by now. Queen Sheba, right? Ethiopia, mm-hmm. all of that, right? They got a series mm-hmm. on now that shows you Queen uh, Sheba. So now she was a very, very, very powerful woman. But she heard about this nigga who was also powerful, and she decided in her mind, look, I can do anything that I want to do, but I'm going to go all the way across from uh, Ethiopia to Egypt to visit King Solomon. Why? Because and when she got there, she told him, say, listen, I heard about you. She had heard about Solomon, that, of his wisdom and all of that and so on and so forth, his riches or whatever it was. And she says, I came here to ask you some hard questions. The moral of the story is mm. anybody that you're considering, you got to ask them some hard questions, which is another poem of sex and wing, which is another thing that people are scared to do. You got to be not afraid of asking the man or woman you're about to get involved in some very, very hard questions, some transparent questions yes. so that they can't squiggle out that shit. Right. You know? And that's how mm-hmm. you decide to know if a man can answer some shit, you know, it's like the the, the, the motherfucker who put the, the shoe on Cinderella. It was only one foot can fit the shoe. <laughs> right. So right. The, mm-hmm. the, the man that you're interested in, the nigga that you're interested in, right, the niggress that you're interested in, going to ask answer certain questions that you prepared in your mind that you know these are the, the responses that I'm looking for without you, uh, you know, giving her a clue or him a clue that that's what you want them to say. You just kind of like slide the question in. If they answer that right, then you, you kind of, okay, it starts to answer the door. So you need to develop, and I've said this many times, you need to develop about 10 or 20 questions for the motherfucker. So when they start answering those questions right or even, they're asking us or in a certain way without you really doing anything, then you start to know if this individual uh, is correct. And those are the motherfuckers that you need to start giving yourself to. You see what I'm saying? Because your body is just as important and you are just as important. And the more that you do this, the less motherfuckers you wind up sleeping with and adding to your body count, 
right? And the more Keep time you start investing in quality relationships. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, I know. You know, what you know mean. after you get a certain age, you you, you get tired. You don't want to be with motherfuckers wasting your time. Maybe it's just, mm-hmm. me, but I don't. I know I can get down in the bedroom. I don't give. I don't. I ain't trying to. Right, get in there. Ain't trying to prove nothing to nobody. I ain't trying to show what all right. I can do. There you, you know, go. <laughs> I know I can make the booty hole jiggle. Good blow. You don't know <laughs> I ain't trying to show her that though. Shit, that's my favorite move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but now here I come. Now you wind up doing that whatever. You ain't special no more. You just throwing your motherfucking good moves on motherfuckers that's not worthy. Then six months later, right? You damn, just you know, I wasted my time and you know, here I am again, mm-hmm. back to being disappointed. I thought this this brother the sister was deeply spiritual. You didn't act. I'm telling you, it's all on you. It's not It's not them, it's you. You didn't ask the right questions. Right. You were too you didn't led right by questions. some superficial shit. I guarantee mm-hmm, you that. Mm-hmm. So start asking tough questions, and you will have less disappointments that you're dealing with. So if you're with somebody and you're not happy, it's you. Mm, I guarantee you that. That's the truth. Mm. And that's Ooh. what most motherfuckers don't want to take self-responsibility for their life, their money problems, their sexual problems. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. That's the truth right there. That's, that's what the you got to do. Mm, that's the truth. So so let me just ask you, because we've had people ask, and someone did ask this question, and, and I believe I asked you this before, but how do you know what is the right question to ask the person? How do you know that you're you're asking the right questions? You got to develop them, you see. And I can't mm. speak for you, but you know, over various experiences, let's just go, let's just deal with, you know, for example, you know, many of us have had more than maybe one or two relationships, right? So after a while, mm-hmm. we kind of know when we see, uh, we know the telltale signs of a no good motherfucker, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can, you, <laughs> you know, good boy. You kind of know the telltale signs of this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So, but... Mm-hmm. So some of the so you need to start developing questions based on what you know you do no longer want to fuck around with. So boy, and I'm just gotcha. I'm gonna make I'm gonna over I'm gonna oversimplify. But if you want a motherfucker to have a job, then you need to ask him. You got a job? <laughs> that needs to be one of your your right. your, your, your just, questions, just, right? And you talking you know the type of job you talking about, right? That's right. You you know a good That's maybe right. a good corporate job. You know what I'm talking about? Not slinging dope. Mm. <laughs> right, not motherfucking mm. washing cars on the weekend, cutting hair in this motherfucking house. No, that ain't. The, no, it's not what you're talking about. I'm talking about a nigga with a real job or something. You know what you're talking about, and you and when a person gives you, yeah, I have a job, then you know how people play the game. You got to actually question this person, but you know what I mean, and you got to mm-hmm. do it right out mm-hmm. because after you hit a certain point, that shit almost got to be like the motherfuckers on the witness stand. That's right. Mm. I you know what I'm talking because you don't have the type of time. Mm-hmm. I ain't got the type of time. I ask, I ask shit right out. Now, do you ask all of these right. questions all at once, or do you do you over time you ask much. them these questions like within a? Okay, you said pretty much. Pretty much me. Because I mean, I'm just, I, and I'm asking that I'm ask I'm only asking that, Daddy, because I, I'm thinking that 
some like if you you're given ten twenty questions and all right next question and you're you're asking them would the person feel it, like they're being interrogated or something after a while you know so that's why yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've had I've you had know, when you say that but I, I don't give a fuck because <laughs> I, I ain't got time to wait. That's right, right. You see what I'm saying? I, I You're not getting ready to waste my time. You. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and a lot of times, I say things right up front because I want to shock a woman or whoever I'm talking to, depending on what the subject is, but because mm-hmm. I'm just trying to let you know, we're not getting ready to do this beat around the bush shit. I've, I've done all of that. You see what I'm saying? So I'm getting ready to ask you a question straight up, and all I want is a direct answer. And then if a person tells you, when you ask the question straight up and they lie to you, and you find this out five minutes later, six minutes later, because you slide in another question, they answer it differently. You go, this motherfucking line. You ever had that bell go off in your head? You go, this nigga line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You ought to be through. Yeah. You see, don't yeah. let people waste your time. You don't have that time. And people love to do that because it's fun for many people out here. And after a while, you realize that if you're getting ready to try to get ahead in life and you want a significant other to be with you, because man and woman is not meant to be alone, despite what motherfuckers tell you. We're not meant right. to be celibate and alone. We're meant to have a significant other, people who can appreciate us and help us and, we can, and people you can count on, because there's only so many motherfuckers you can count on in your entire life that you know truly have your back. And the Absolutely. person that you give that yourself right. to them ought to be one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ought to be, but isn't You know what I mean? Mm-mm. So right. if that's not happening, I, mm-hmm. okay. That's Absolutely. cool. I'm that's, just, that's I'm just what clapping you here. On. This is what's up. This man is speaking some truth right now. Yes. I agree. Yes. That's all. Daddy DeVay so, is always dropping, you always dropping jewels. Hey, everybody, you know, I'm just trying to. As I talk about it in the nigga church and the nigga sermons, uh, is that my whole thing is that is people just need to be real with one another. If you do that, you, you, your life will be a whole lot easier. Trust me. You'll be you'll, and my, not only easier, but it'll be wealthier and richer for it. Mm. So, it's so almost me, like let me, magic. Let me ask, let me ask yeah. you know, not, and when I ask questions, you know, I mean, it's not that I know everything, but I, I'm, I'm asking questions because also, you know, just in case people are out there listening and, 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 and they're wondering. What what do you think people are 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 afraid of when they're not when they they play this game where they're surface right? So you got on a date with somebody, you talk about things you like and don't like. When have kids, don't have kids, you talk about all the surface stuff, but nobody wants to talk about their parents or grandparents' relationships right. or how that affected them. Or what do you think is 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 the thing that people are so afraid of? That prevents them from being authentically who they are with someone they say they want to spend the rest of their life with. Right. I think it's because, I, you know what, you, I think you said the key word, but I think, and that word is being authentic. I think people are scared to be authentic, you know, because of their past relationships. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Because when people, mm. what people are finding is that when they open up to people, that information comes back and be used against them. You understand? It comes back mm-hmm. and be used against them. But the reason why that happens is, is, is once again, it comes back to you. So you got to be very, very careful. And I'm not saying people don't uh, um, do not do it. 
you know, I just want, the reason why I'm trying to preface is because I just want folks to listen. I'm not trying to shame anybody or blame anybody. I'm just saying I know you're concerned about the motherfuckers you sleep with. And if that's important, right. then you have to start taking responsibility. You have to start taking responsibility for the questions that you ask people to eliminate them. You got to eliminate motherfuckers because, remember, there are a lot of slickers out here who got all the answers to when you ask them shit they can, so they can slide in your, you know, slide past your question. But you gotta develop a you gotta you gotta take your time and develop certain questions that you know only a motherfucker who is re- who is really uh open, transparent would answer it. See, don't nobody know that but you. Right. You're the only one that know that. Mm. They don't even know that. And, and and a lot of times you don't even have to make it a you know, like you straight grilling them, you know, uh what we was talking about earlier. But just slide the question in over, you know, a couple of days. Maybe if you're interested in the motherfucker, you go out a couple of days, you slide the questions in, just key ones or whatever. You dig? You slide the particular mm-hmm. questions that you know are the most important to you. If it's children, you know what I mean? And you got to be, you got to make mm-hmm. sure you have a follow-up question to the first question that you ask. Because the motherfucker can easily, oh, yes, yeah, I'm interested in children. Right? But your question is, are you interested in six children? That's what you want to know. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You yeah. Follow it up. Because maybe he's talking right. about he interested in half, going half on the baby. Point five kids and shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, motherfucker. I'm like, oh. yeah, I'm fertile. I'm, I'm fertile, nigga. I want six motherfucking children. I'm I'm laughing at all of this because my ex-husband told me that he wanted six kids and he already had a daughter when we got married. And I told him I wanted no children. Well, at the end of the day, he ended up with five. And he had his daughter and I gave birth to four more. So he was one shy of his six. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to have them? Did you want to have five children? Well, once once I got pregnant with the once I got pregnant with the first one and had her, all it was a completely different mindset. I just wanted babies upon babies upon babies. Okay, all right, that's cool. Mm. You 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 changed your mind. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. But it's something that you wanted to do. It was, yeah. Well, once I was seven months into, but at first you didn't. Well, no, right. I was like, no, because, you know, I thought I was going to screw up some kids. So, you know, I was like, I'm not having any children. I can't even take care of a plan. But once I got, you know, when when I, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was like, oh, my God, like this is. And then we had, like, other issues in our marriage at the time, obviously, right. with my ex-husband. So, you know, right. so I, I was like, I was in some, some, some real turmoil in the beginning. But mm-hmm. by, like, the seventh month when I was really showing and it really hit me, oh, my gosh, I'm having this baby. You know, right. um, and then once I had her, it was just like it was like somebody flipped the switch on in my brain, and it was like, oh my gosh, this this is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved I loved my pregnancies. I love being pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's real. That's real spit. Yeah, He's but, like, he but he told me up front, right? On. He said I wanted six. He told me six. He didn't say I want some right. kids. He said I want six kids. He was real clear. Right, but you know, here's here's mm-hmm. my thing. Later on, if he'd have blamed you for not wanting to have kids, he, you know, he would have been wrong because you told him up front you didn't want none. That's that is correct. Right. That's, that's the that point that I'm correct. trying to make. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See, so we take on certain responsibilities, so we got to be listening 
the answers and the responses that people are giving us and filtering and filtering them answers by, you know, what we expect out of an individual. You know what I mean? But you gotta add, you gotta devise right, some hard questions. Right. You're right, because some people don't catch it and if it becomes an issue later on in the relationship, you're like, wait a second, I told you that. I shared that with you. Right. And right. they're looking at you like, what? You know, yeah. So, right. so I get mm-hmm. what you're saying about, yeah. Got to be right. clear. They think they can, what they it think is they can you change your mind. Mm-hmm. You see? Absolutely. So we don't. We just don't do that enough. You see what I'm saying? Before we uh, go into the very the, the, the sexual part of the thing, you dig? And I think people are not are scared. It seems like people are actually scared to be honest with themselves as well. You need to be honest about, you know, what your uh, your sexual behavior is like. You, you know, if you just want to fuck, I just you know I just want to get down. You know, I, you know I'm not really trying to have no responsibilities. Blah blah blah. I just want to get down. Be honest with yourself about that. Mhm. Ain't nothing wrong with it. No. You're absolutely right. Well, let me ask let me ask you this since we're talking about that. Um how do you get or, or what would be your suggestion on when a lady can fill out whether a guy is just trying to smooth talker? Or he really means what he's saying. Yeah, you know what? You remember the old saying, you got to give a motherfucker enough rope to hang himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. You yes, ever heard I that do. saying? <laughs> yes. That's yes. what you got to do. <laughs> Guess what? That's how you filter them out. Don't jump, number one. Number one, if you know you have the prize, don't jump, in the, don't jump right in the bed with a motherfucker, first off. Mm. Okay, and then because that way that allows you to slow down and look at the individual and ask them a certain amount of questions over a period of time. You did so. I mean, I mean, you need to be real. And, and a lot of brothers, a lot of brothers, our sisters, we really, our sisters. Let me tell you, y'all, listen, y'all really have to look the nigga in the eye and tell him, listen, I do like you, but ain't nothing getting ready to go down with this bedroom. For at least six weeks or seven weeks until I get to know you, you got to say this shit. You got to go act like you're a virgin again. You got to tell niggas that because a lot of times men can be very aggressive, especially if they're smelling you. Because you got to understand something. You are the one that magician, so you got to understand how your pheromones are working on the olfactory in the nigga nose. You see, so he's smelling you. He mm. owns to you. You know what I mean? He like a hound dog. He didn't caught your scent, and he coming on strong and whatever. And you got to be able to quiet them down. And you, but the only way you can quiet them down, the way you can quiet down a real aggressive man, is you, with a real aggressive man. These, these are a lot of the brothers who are really smooth talkers, is because they're used to the hunt, right? And I know the brother, all the brothers mm-hmm. out there are getting mad at me for giving up some of the game, but I got to do it because I got to protect <laughs> some of my sisters out here. I'm about to tell them. Yeah. I'm finna tell them, y'all. I'm finna tell them. <laughs> <laughs> But mm. you gotta when you look when you get them type of cats, you gotta look them type of brothers straight in the eye and let them know. Number one, ain't nothing getting rid of that. Go down. You gotta give them a deadline. Four, five, six, seven, eight, however long it is for you. Twelve weeks until I really and truly get to know you. And I'm gonna tell you something about a real alpha niggas like myself and a lot of other brothers who who long wolves like that. Honesty goes a long way. 
If you say that, yeah. that will quiet down. That will quiet down the pheromone. That will quiet down. That will put a kind of like a damper on the shit. And he'll he'll draw back. And if he's really just somebody that's out there hunting, he gonna go somewhere else and be fucking somebody else while he waiting on you though. Mm-hmm. But he ain't gonna get you because he already <laughs> know. Okay, she she didn't prove herself to be different. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but if you don't do that, if you don't put a damper on this motherfucker's uh, libido with some strong words, right? Then he gonna walk right through that shit. Mm. So mm. that's why you have to say shit up front. Don't stop playing card, especially if you are, you're a woman. You get to be 35, I mean 40 years old. Why are you playing card with niggas? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, you're not getting the pussy. <laughs> okay, 12 now, weeks, nigga. Now look, now look. I I hear I hear what you're saying. But isn't that kind of like going along oh. with that 90-day rule? With the what? That 90-day mm. rule not, that know, people like yeah. to talk about? Yeah, yeah. go, go mean, with the 90-day rule. Go with the 120-day rule. Really, is that something women should really do? Uh, yeah, if you don't want to give it up. If you don't want to give it up for 30 days, If you don't days, want to, to give it up rule. too easy, like if you're not trying to give it up too easy and you're, you're trying to get to know him and really truly... right. Um. Yeah. Then, then that would apply. That's all. He's saying that would apply. I mean, if, you don't for have different to women in different that, strokes. It, yeah, it doesn't have to be. So for for the queen goddesses that's listening, in, it doesn't have to be ninety days. He's saying right. whatever amount of time you're saying that I'm I'm gonna take before I I give it in, give in, and and give right. up the drawers. Right. Then that's what you want to stick with. And really, it's not about so much. What you're trying to establish is you know you're interested in giving him the pussy. So that's not a question. Right. The question is if you're going to give up the pussy, number one, what are you getting in return? Right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what that's a sexual exchange of energy, S-E-X. Right? Number two, is this going to be somebody that you think the relationship can be going, you're going to wait 90 days and then the relationship only lasts 90 days. <laughs> Then you don't sit up there and say, yeah, I gave this nigga up the pussy. And I, ain't, right. I ain't even get yeah, that. Right. <laughs> hey, you like the motherfucking commercial. 90, 90 days, days, same as cash. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, give a get old. Look, develop, develop some guidelines. Look, if the pussy is that good or is that important, you develop some guidelines for the motherfucker, please. That's all I'm saying. Same with niggas. Development guidelines for the you dick Definitely, out here. yes. If you know that you got, yes, you know what you got. You know what you work with, queen goddesses. Not everyone is worthy of, as, mm. as Daddy as Daddy Devane say, the Pasai. Not everyone that's is that's worthy that. of it. <laughs> they know. That's, that's for sure. That's for sure. You yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's what you what have saying. to establish. Nothing wrong with the 90-day rule, the 30-day rule, or whatever it is. As long as you have some guidelines that establish some shit so that you will stop being like all of these women I continually see on social media that's mad about their relationship. And and niggas, too. You know, I see men, brothers, and sisters all on social media complaining and crying about they, you know, hey, I'm waiting on this, that, I'm this, I'm... 
You know what I mean? You know, look, it's like a yeah. sister told me today. Good dick don't have no problems in life. Good pussy <laughs> don't have no problems in life. <laughs> Jim Jamal. I ain't saying it's good, but I ain't got no problem. <laughs> conversation. I see so many of y'all. I, I'm scrolling down looking at these numbers. It is a lot of you on here. We appreciate y'all. Um, if you do want to hit option one, you can to get in on this topic. Y'all can also go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash erotic talk radio and that way you can get into our chat room if you have any questions. Um, <clears throat> wow. I don't even <laughs> I don't even need to know where to start with any questions because I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm absorbing, right? I'm absorbing what he's I'm saying. Just you know, laughing at him, just laughing right now. It's so hilarious. It is. It is. But it's but it's but you're speaking the truth, um, um, King. You're, right. you're speaking the truth, and um, and this is something that, gosh, I wish that we could teach our young, you know, our young teenagers as they get older right. as well. Like we this has to be spread out because we are giving it up too fast, too easy. And then later right. on we're like, Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. put some miles on that thing. But it's <laughs> ain't even worth it. <laughs> Boy, don't that don't that make you mad in the motherfucker. Yeah, it does. You know what I mean? It really does. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I hate that mm-hmm. shit, man. I hate I hate uh you know, getting down with a woman. I didn't show them a nigga Kama Sutra and all my shit. <laughs> you know, do more. Woo! Now that yes. mother, we don't last. We broke. We break up in two weeks, three motherfucking uh, weeks. Right. Right. Now she's getting ready to show my best shit to another motherfucker. Uh. <laughs> no, hit the. You got to. You got to. You got to. You got to hit the pussy like this. Dad Devane found the secret spot in my pussy, and I want you to hit it. He. This how he do it. Yeah, motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> Now I'm upset. Because uh. didn't nobody know about the spot in the pussy till I found it. Now she getting ready to show it to another mother. Another she getting ready to show, yeah. Because right. I be finding, you know what I'm talking about? I be finding them, them, them undiscovered spots back in the pussy. You dig? So that be, I'll be mm. a little upset. All right. Woo! I'm just talking shit, yo. You know I mean? Yeah, you are. You sure are. <laughs> We uh, we have another call. We have a caller, so I'm gonna grab this caller real quick. Um, one last four digits one zero zero five. I'm calling your last four digits. Um, you're live on the air. What's your name? Where you're calling from? Hi, my name is Andrea. I'm calling from St. Louis, Missouri. Hi, Hi Andrea, how are you? Hey. Hello, my is How are you tonight? How are Excellent. you, Goddess? Good. So you have a question and, or a comment? You know, I think I just really have a comment. Um, I really enjoy the blog show. Um, very interesting topic. And um, I think that's all I just wanted to put out there, that I'm enjoying this and I look forward to um, the next shows to come. And I will be participating and as well as sharing 
in the future. Oh, oh. oh yay. Well, thank, you. thank you so much. So, oh, you're so welcome. And thank you all. And thank you, Reverend Nigga Daddy. All right. Good question. Hey, well, right. man, while you, you, you from St. Louis, you on you on hometown. I put the I put the notice out in my hometown, so some more people calling in. You, did you hear us talking about submission? And what do you think about it? Oh, submission. I think that um, submission that is the woman's job to submit. It's the man's job to serve, and like we were stating that. If a woman can practice the art of submission, she's very Mm -hmm. powerful, very, very powerful. Yeah, I'm I'm totally on board with the serving and submitting. Yeah, practicing submission is is like a way of life for me because it's very powerful. (laughs) All right. It's it's very powerful, and and it's – I think it's that it's it's like that old tradition that we're that some of us are used to when we're when we're watching our grandparents and our, our great grandmothers and our grandmothers, you know, serve their their husbands, our grandfathers, and and we right. see that. Right. And yeah. then Thank now you. today, oh, and we fast forward to today, to today, you don't see that too often. Because no. I've had women when I say, you know, I'm still, you know, bathing and washing my husband. Even 22 years later, you know, I'll go in there every now and then when he's in the shower, and I'm like, I'm, I suds him down and wash him down myself, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a part of it's a part of you, you know. When if he's eating, I'm serving him. I'm not just, you know, making plates, putting it on the table, sitting at the table. I'm standing there because I'm like, you might want something. Do you want something to drink? Okay. You need another. You want a second mm-hmm. helping of the plate? Okay. Well, let me let me freshen up your plate. And I've had women say, oh, my gosh, you just stand there or you just do that. And I've been doing it so long for years. It's like nothing now. It's really not. So um, I call yeah. that creating you harmony. Have to, you have to. I call that creating it harmony. Does. It does. Mm-hmm. I cannot, listen, I cannot daily, I, can, I have this thing where I have to walk him to the door. And I'm still, years later, I walk him to the door when he leaves to go to work. And Absolutely. And like this is the part. That's yes. a part of what, but there's women that be like, you serious? You be just standing there watching it? Mm-hmm. And I say, yeah. Uh, it's, become, it's become such a custom that right. if, we, if we get into like a little argument or something and I'm not down there, he'll open the door and close it and stand there and wait to see if I come downstairs, and then I'll walk down the steps. I'm serious. And then I'll walk down the steps, and we start smiling at each other because he's like, yeah, you wasn't straight up going to walk me to the door. Because he's so so used to me doing that. So it does does not mean that you you have lost power as a woman. I I feel, hey, I got my power.
I'm proud of you, Jay. Right. Jay, you're doing. You know what? I'm, I'm really, and I'm saying it for real, though. I mean, uh, and I'm not like I said. I've known people don't know how long we've known each other, but and I know you uh, for long married time, and I'm always mm-hmm. proud of what you what you're doing because I know how you put in the work, and it's, and at the same time, you are a woman who practices the art of submission, but at the same time, you have a, a lot of sexual freedom. Uh, you speak your mind. And I think it's something, it's an example that women just don't see nowadays. You know what I mean? It's, it's, mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's always, you wanted a few shows that I actually come on. You can call me at any time and say, hey, look, I need you to be on my show and I'll come on because I know you understand the whole art of it. It's not about trying to make people slaves. It's not about, you, you understand the whole artwork and the uh, ritual that being together with a man involves. You know what I mean? Right. And mm-hmm. you speak boldly on it, but at the same time, anybody that knows you know you're not some, uh, when you talk about submission, know you're not some little woman that's mousing in the corner and being a slave to something. You understand what I'm saying? So right. Pe- more people and more women need to listen to what you're saying. Yep. Mm. Thank you, Daddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> sure. sure enough. You know, he likes yes. that. Thank yeah. you, Daddy. You know, he likes that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he likes yeah, that. Yeah. Well, you know, I like that. So, uh, so. Whisper in my ear, though. You know what I mean? Just look down low. Down low. Okay. Down low. All right. Still got that ticket waiting he on looked, you, Maisha. You know, let me know something, though. Uh-uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got, I, when you got I it, Maisha, he tried to get both of us, girl. He tried to get both of us. No, I ain't messing with you, Jade. I can't mess with you no more, Jade. You, you too locked in. Oh, you locked in. Oh, locked Jade in. is locked I'm in. Locked she in ain't going. Right. That's right. Jade, Jade, ain't, Jade ain't going nowhere. She got that oh, 22 year lease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Locked mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love exactly. it. But that's it. That's it's it's important, and and I just it, uh, you know it's important for for women to know that it doesn't change um your power right you know the right. word because we we look mm-hmm. at that word and i i think that what happens is it just becomes demolished and 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 just you know uh just treat it as such like it's just a harsh word oh my god submission mm-hmm. i'm not being submissive what that makes me look like i'm weak and it's like no mm-hmm. no it it really doesn't so um right. yeah yeah. That's very, that's very, that's very scary. Home. That's very scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, that's it very is. scary. Especially if, you, you're in a, if you're in a, if you're in abusive, you were in an abusive relationship or um, something, and, and you were submissive there in that situation, but it became um, like you were a doormat or whatever. It it does become um, complex for you to. Uh, submit to a new to submit to another right. man. Um, right. It's hard. So, but once yeah. you get yourself accustomed to that, and it's someone who appreciates you and all that you do for them, um, and how you have their back in in um, <clears throat> in its entirety, then that person will respect what you are doing for them, and mm. and just be yeah yeah. You're just yeah, saying comments, to again, ladies, if it's, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say it's not for everybody because mm-hmm. some women they like to lead. So if that's then you have to find a man mm-hmm. to submit to you. So that's basically right. what it is. Right, we've talked uh, about that yeah. a lot of times. I, I wanted to yeah. touch on something that uh, that Andrea said when she called in, which I thought was very interesting. She said she felt it was a, you know, a woman's place to submit and a man's place to serve, which I, I really like how she how she put that. And so, uh, so I want to hear from from the good Reverend Nigga Daddy for the for the men out there who are listening who might not know what that means, and for the women to understand, right? Because sometimes as women. We don't we don't know what it is that we're supposed to be looking for mm-hmm. if we don't have a, a model. So what does that look like for a man to serve? And and I know that you know there are men out there like I'm not serving mm. no woman, you know. But what does that right. look like right. for a man right. to serve? Mm-hmm. It, you know that look it looks real good, and and that's that's also part of the that Solomon and Sheba story over in I think it's First Kings. That story go down, uh, but. You know, the a lot of the members that may be on the phone, a lot of people, a lot of the members of, uh, of the nigga church, and those those are one of my teachings: women to women to submit and men to serve. I don't know if she heard that or whatever, but uh, the you know I've been putting it out for a long time, and that because it's not just about the woman submitting. When the woman submits, the man has to serve. And what do I mean by that? When I say a man has to serve, that means that whatever his woman needs, then he goes and gets it for her, whatever she needs. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's, what it, that's when, when you serve somebody, something, you bring them their food or you bring them whatever they need. So right. it, it, it's just a different form of the same <clears throat> word for real. So if she's submitting, mm-hmm. so basically if she's submitting, so are you. You gotta, you know, that's the old saying. You gotta get, you gotta, if uh, you gotta bring some to get some, right? Right. And you can't mm-hmm. be afraid to do that. And the only way you're gonna be able to determine that is while she's asking you questions, you gotta be asking her the same, the the same hard questions that are important mm. to you. You see. So, right. and if a woman has a problem with that. And I like to put that word out front because I know how people view it in society. And if she's not evolved, see, if I said that question to you, Jay, you at such a level in, in your evolutionary uh, travels, your spiritual travels, that, so that it wouldn't scare you because you know what I mean if I said, well, I, let me, what do you think about submission? You wouldn't immediately get up and say, thank you, I'll see you later. You wouldn't say that. You would address <laughs> the question, you would answer it. But most yeah. women that I ask that question yeah. to, I say, well, you know, are you? Do you have a problem with being submissive? They get all ugly in the face. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because that's not something that they're used to hearing, and, it, and it's an old term, it's old school, and nobody's really doing it anymore. Like you say, grandmama, big mama, and them, all the rest of them, they came from that era, and you don't see that anymore. Right. See? But I actually just like that on purpose, just to see what they say, and if. They now have have evolved to the point where they can uh, respond to that question. Then I know I don't need to fuck with them no 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 further than that for real. That's the first question. See, so we ain't even got to play patty cake, pity cake, beat around the motherfucking bush. You know what, I'm mm-hmm. what do you think about submission, my sister? And I'm waiting. 
That's a make or break question right there. Mm-hmm. She can't get that yeah. one right. It's, we we done. We done. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, we done. You don't. You know, it don't even matter how she looked and all the rest of that because one of the main problems of all my brothers out here who are listening, you got to get control of your dick, my nigga. You got to be mm-hmm. able to control your dick. <clears throat> if you cannot control that motherfucker, then you, you know, based on how it's supposed to look and, and all the rest of the shit, you're going to be jumping in and out of bed. But if I could go back and tell my 18-year-old self something, that would be the thing that I would say, learn how to control your libido. Mm. Yeah. The man who can learn how to master his libido becomes a master of himself. And the same with women. Because y'all got a powerful sexual drive. It might be more powerful than the man. You know what I'm doing? Quiet as it's getting. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Oh, it's a powerful yeah. thing. It's a powerful thing. And you get together and be manifesting some shit. And that's got to be one of y'all. That's got to be one of y'all questions too. Dealing with sex magic. If you are someone who likes to deal with that, if you like, if you like to dabble in manifesting through your sexual energy, you right. might want to ask that person because they might be like, "Do a what? Sex magic? What? The fuck is that? Right. Get the fuck out of here with that? Okay, yeah, you ain't you ain't the nigga for me. Look next." You have right. that is one of the questions. I'm serious. <laughs> but hey, that's like speed. I mean. That's like speed. You know what I mean, Reverend Daddy? <laughs> right. No, I love it, but yeah. hit hit me with the tough mm. questions, shit. Right. You know, like I said, I, I, I have respect for that. Man. You know, yeah, I have open. a lot of yeah. respect for sisters to ask you tough questions like that. You know, that's what I want. That's right. Just let you know. Just let mm-hmm. me know because I'm gonna ask you one. That's right. You know what I mean? So, sure. that's it. Wow. Stop playing games. Stop playing games. That's something else I would have told my 18-year-old self. Stop playing motherfucking games with, 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 with yourself and with women's feelings and with your intentions. People will play with your intentions. You dig? And that, mm-hmm. shit, is, you know, that shit is not cool at all. You know, fucking somebody, mm. fucking having sex with somebody is a very serious act. And people just, we just not have been taught about it because... In the 60s, the sexual revolution changed everything in terms of... Let me just throw a little social commentary in here right quick. Uh, In the 60s, the 60s changed the whole flavor of how brothers and sisters related to one another when they came in with the so-called sexual revolution. That's when they kind of basically opened up the doors and said, you can fuck anybody you want. You don't really have to ask no questions. Just hop in the bed with a motherfucker. It's free love. That's what remember that that slogan, free love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what they called it, free love. Every, whoever mm-hmm. it is, just hop in, and that became like the social aesthetic. And you got to understand, a a movement in society almost become like a virus. It becomes like a cold, and, and you can catch it just like a disease. You dig? And so. This mm-hmm. became the thing that everybody <clears throat> caught in every since the sixties. People have basically uh become invested in the idea of free love. I can fuck who I want. I don't need to have no social responsibility like Big Mama and them. See, 
back in the day, you couldn't even get married unless it was all, you know, it was some serious shit. It was almost like India. You know, you almost had to be promised to a motherfucker. Nowadays, mm-hmm. nah, you know, if you go to the club, you see somebody you like, y'all talk, buy a few drinks, and hey, look, you go home and that's it. You hit that shit, you know, she give you some or whatever, and then, you know what I mean? That's it. Nobody is invested. Mm-hmm. You know, pussy, pussy is nothing. Dick is nothing. What do you just a motherfucker you going to sleep with? You see, and I'm a holdover. You know what I mean? I I can't do it. I can't. I did it. Don't get me wrong. I ain't no prove. I'm saying I can't do it no more. Right. I can't do it no more because I got shit that I want to do, and I need I make need to make sure my woman is totally in my corner and not just trying to come by and get this good dick. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, just regular dick. I didn't mean to say good dick. Just regular dick. Mm-hmm. You know the more. You meant to say good dick. <laughs> yep. You meant that shit. You do both. Yes. Yes, I do. All right. It I might it might you. be a little good. It might be a little good, but I'm just saying I, I can't play them good. games no more. Poor woman running around. You know no more. Yeah. Stop playing with stop playing with your stop playing with yourself in more ways than one. Shit. Oh mm. shit. I love that. Um <laughs> <laughs> So let so let me just let me ask you, um, do you think that because you have multiples, right? So is it right. okay for a woman to have multiples? Not mine, but yeah. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Wait a second, Daddy. So you, it's okay for you to have multiples, but none of them can. Is that is that what you're saying? Right. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. This is what I tell. This is what I. This is what I tell us also. You can have multiples, just not with me. See, look, I'm gonna tell you the reason why, and I'm doing this, and, and I know a lot of people ain't gonna understand because this gets this gets really deep, and I don't really like getting deep, you know what I'm talking about. But for the sake of this conversation, let me just go there for just about thirty seconds. Okay. If a woman has multiple men, she's the alpha female. You gotta understand this, and many of you won't. So I'm not even gonna try to work really? with you. I'm just trying to tell you. Yeah, if the woman is in the position where she has multiple men, then she is the alpha female because the men, the one, two, or three men, are all serving her up the dick. Well, hey she's now. scheduling them or whatever. Mm, it is. Okay. However it is, and it's cool. I'm and the reason I'm saying it is because I've been there. I've been the beta male in a relationship where a woman, three or four of us in rotation, and I was one of the motherfuckers. And I was happy to be in that position at the time. All right? So she was a lesbian, mm-hmm. but so she had women too. But that didn't matter. All I know is I was, I was just crazy about her, and I was happy to be in the rotation. That's cool. But that's generally what that's going to be. She's in the alpha position in that particular relationship, and she's scheduling, she's scheduling you out. Because any alpha nigga would not go for that. Mhm. See, 
See, now I'm an alpha nigga. In my old age, I'm a, more of an alpha nigga. So, of course, no, I wouldn't go for that. But I don't have, but at the same time, it's like a catch-22. I don't judge a woman to want to have two or three or four men. I'm just not the beta, one of them beta niggas she's going to have. Right. You follow what I'm but, saying? Uh, so, okay, I follow what you're saying. But what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to get at, so she can't be submissive to these two or three men that she picks? You mean if she's the alpha female? No, I'm taking that, that alpha um, out. That, that alpha No, no, you can't see. I'm going to tell you something. It's very spiritual. You can't be submissive. Okay. That, remember, remember earlier I was telling you, you can be if you role playing, if that's your business, and you're getting paid for it, then you can play that. Mm. You see what I'm saying? You get you getting paid. You getting paid mm-hmm. for it though. But if you truly on a spiritual level, and you're trying to build something with a nigga, you can't be submissive to two or three niggas. Cause one of them niggas mm. is gonna be the nigga. Mm. He's got right. to be the nigga. Cause I'm gonna tell you something. You're gonna find it's just like any other motherfucking corporation. You're going to have, if you have 10 employees, you know you're going to have one of the employees going to be a really, really good employee, and the rest of the motherfuckers, you're going to have to keep your eye on, right? <laughs> oh, That's right. how it's going to be yeah. in a relationship. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you. Mm-mm. I'm trying to show you something. <laughs> you ain't got to believe me. I'm just trying to save you some pussy or wasting dick. That's all. Make oh. your strokes count. Make the strokes. Make it count. So if mm. you're in that situation, as long as you establish that from the very beginning, though, with a man, and the woman that that I, that I mentioned earlier, she established that from the very beginning, is, hey, look, I'm bisexual. I like multiple uh, women. I like multiple men. Do you have a problem with that? That's basically what she asked me. And I said, no, baby, I ain't got no problem mm-hmm. with that. And we and life, mm. you know, and, li- and life was good. It went on just like it was. I ain't had no problem with her. I ain't give a fuck because I just wanted. I was just crazy about her. Mm-hmm. You see, so and that's how it is. And but you have to establish the the guidelines of how the relationship is going to be if you're really real about how it's going to go. And that's one of the first things that I established with a woman is okay. You know, I have multiple women. Just so you know. Do you have a problem with that? And I've had women go come back to me with, no, I don't. But do you have a problem with me having multiple men? Yes, I do. Mm. Now, okay, now what? So if she goes, okay, well, mm. I got a problem with that, I'm not even mad at her. I'm just because I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to waste her time either. Right. But you, you can't fuck too. You know, it's very hard to fuck two alpha men. I'm going to tell you that. You you know, women do it. And so I'm claiming, hey, you know, I make it happen. But it's very rare. The further the mm-hmm. further back a nigga is born, the harder that's going to be. I'm a nigga that's born in the 50s. So it's going to be hard for you to do that with me. And, like, mm-hmm. and maintain a relationship with them. Right. Right. I you mean, see what I'm saying? Right. Sexes, but maintaining the relationships with both of them. Right. Because yeah, if you I truly have an alpha man, if you truly have a ma- alpha man, I'm gonna tell you something. Here's something else. See, we get into all the all the magic shit, Jay. When you truly start having an alpha man mm-hmm. and a nigga that you want to be that motherfucker in your life, he getting ready to explore parts of the pussy that you ain't never gave to a nigga. 
You can't have two niggas doing that. Mm. Mhm. Mhm. If you do, there's gonna be conflict. You you understand what I'm saying? That the the, right. the very yeah. act of the, the sexual act itself is gonna bring up conflict between you, him, and the other man. I'm not right. saying it's wrong. What I'm saying, understand all my sisters and brothers out there listening. I'm not saying it's wrong. What I'm talking about is a solution to having a successful relationship and a business ship with people you are involved in. Right. You got to watch it. Right. So if you got two strong alpha niggas, when you start letting them go deep in the pussy, hitting spots and shit, you're getting ready to have some problems. I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. Not because it's wrong. You, yeah. You shouldn't do it, but simply because we're talking about now we're getting beyond the sex. Because you're bringing things we're getting to the, the metaphysical yeah. aspects of it. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But I know, despite what I say, it's a lot of motherfucking sisters and brothers out there going, that nigga just trying to keep motherfuckers from me from getting two dicks. <laughs> Three dicks. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I'm not, sister. No, I'm not. I'm just trying to help you. That's what I'm trying to do. Because no, you motherfuckers, I, I I, you motherfuckers wind, they wind up calling me all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm involved with uh, three men and it's not working out. You, see, I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. I'm just trying. To, I'm giving you advice to try to so you can streamline your shit so it'll start working for you. Because if you're a sexual magician, this shit's supposed to be working for you, for you, not against you. Right. So you're doing something wrong. Mm. So if you want to have a successful relationship with multiple men, you need to make sure the motherfuckers is beta niggas. Not alpha. Yeah. Yeah. See? That's all. So you can you can do that, but you gotta qualify the niggas that you want to have that type of relationship with so that you know what position they're supposed to play and then your shit will go then you can be a woman with three, four, five, six niggas. Mm. Right. That makes sense. Mm. Okay. That makes perfect sense to me. That's all I'm trying to say. So I want you to have as many dicks as you want. Mm. Yeah, that clarifies the last time we spoke. All right. You know, yeah. I'm, here to, yeah. I'm here to help. <laughs> well, and you, and you I'm here to help, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and that that's important to know because when you're trying to manifest, it, it just it, I guess that there's that one person that you can manifest with more than if you have a lot of uh, sexual partners because you know you're you're um, transmuting that energy, you're moving that energy around, and sometimes energetically you clash. So um, I do get right. what you're saying. Yeah. Energetically, I like how you put wow. it. Well, uh, let me take a little quick break, right quick, and uh, yeah, we're gonna take a break. Okay, so uh, yes, if y'all want to call in, you can call in seven one eight seven six six four zero zero eight. You can hit option one. For those of you that are already on the switchboard, or you can check us out blogtalkradio.com dot com forward slash erotic talk radio. We're gonna take a five minute break. We'll be right back after this. All right. Go next. Talk about that. That's it. 
Tasting me 
All right, that was supposed to be Janet Jackson. The song is Would You Mind? And I do apologize. When I uploaded this, I was like, you know what? When I'm listening to it now with you all, I'm saying that is not from her. So, um, yeah, someone else is singing that, but that is her song, Janet Jackson, Would You Mind? Um, I have the handsome. <laughs> Daddy Duvain in the building with us, Reverend Temp Daddy Duvain. And I am loving it. We are loving it. Queen Goddess Maisha, I am trying to pull you up. Okay, here we go. All right. So we are all back. Um, listen, you can hit option one if you have a question or comment about tonight's show. Um you can dial 718-766-4008 if you're listening in on your computers and you want to call in. That is the number that you will call into our studio, and you can hit option one if you want to get in on this topic. Or you can check us out at our um, at blogtalkradio.com forward slash erotic talk radio. I do see a guest in there, so I'm going to let you know right away that if you want to comment in the chat room, you do have to create an account. It's free. And you can create an account, and you can also follow us that way, and that way you can get the alerts when we um, have our shows and what the topic is going to be about. Um, So, yes, we were having a juicy conversation. We're talking about submission and um, alpha males and and how he takes the lead and um, just knowing our role in what we do and, and how to do it in a profound way that we're successful in our sex 
rituals and our sex uh, gatherings and, and all of that juicy yumminess um, where we are intertwined with our partners, lovers, or significant other. Um, Daddy Devane, Queen Goddess Maisha, did you have any questions or comments thus far? Not yet. I know I will with whatever the next thing is that this man is probably, you know, going to say. He he said some good things this evening. I mean, I always, I always feel like I learn a lot when he's on. Like it really yeah. like it always shifts my perspective a little bit in a in a different way. I love it. Um, King, are you on? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hung up on myself. So. <laughs> No, you hung up on us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hung, up, hung, I hung up, up, on up on y'all, right, you know. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. Well, um, yeah, so we were just having um, we were just having some juicy, yummy conversations, and we mm-hmm. have talked about a lot of this. So, um let me just ask you, when it comes to, because we just, we just talked about um, um, the alpha, like not being able to have two alpha males um, and right. being one woman who was trying to incorporate two um, mm-hmm. or more. So do you think if you're doing um, a sex ritual and you have multiple, does that not become – as successful as if if it's just you and a partner. You said if you, if you have multiple. Yeah, now? if you so if you if you have if you are engaging in like a group sex. Right. Does that if 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 all three or more of you have the same goal, do you think that the ritual cannot be successful as it would if you were just with a partner? When you say group sex, you mean like an orgy or something? Yeah, it could be an orgy. Yeah, well, let's say that or a threesome. Oh, okay. You mean like a woman with three of her niggas? <laughs> or a man with two? <laughs> just the way the way he says shit sometimes is just like it's the way he says it. I'm telling you. And I don't mean to laugh all the time, but I'm just, you have my cheeks hurting, Daddy. I just want to tell you. Yeah. Which one, <laughs> so Which just... one, Okay. okay. Oh, oh, which, which God, cheeks, which cheeks are hurting? I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't with you. Just all let right. me smell the panties so... one time, Jade. Ah, damn. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you win that nigga 22 years. Let's let me get a sniff. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, she won't let me get a sniff in a whip, like Fantasia you. says. If you if I do, I'm gonna be fucked up. I know. Sniff in a whip. Oh lord, I can't. <laughs> Did you right. What was your question there, Jane? What was your question or comment? <laughs> right. What was your original yeah, like, question? Damn, you don't <laughs> lost me. <laughs> I said, let me get my composure. <laughs> I asked you, if you if a person has 
two or more, if it's if it's a threesome or if it's group, right. can right. can the ritual if they have the same goal in mind mm-hmm. and you're doing right. a ritual, you're trying to manifest right. some shit. Can right. this be successful or is it more successful when you're just with your partner, when it's just you and your partner? Yeah, yeah, it can be. And that's that's what I meant about transparency and, and more to the point, uh, honesty, you did. Because mm-hmm. if you are participating, if you're in a situation where, uh, and, and this gets into a subject I really want to talk about, we're going to talk about it as, as much as we can get in, but we might need to make a whole show out of it, goals. Absolutely. Mm, so yes. A goal, someone who decides they want to get involved in a relationship with you and serve you, right, as long as they have, you know, sexual access to you based on, you know, how you, you know, when and where you decide to make yourself accessible to them. Mm -hmm. They just want to serve you, see, and... And, and, and once again, this starts to get into some heavy magical shit. Sometimes we just don't have enough time, but the the, the, the magical side of, of a person being a ghoul, of somebody serving you, is a very, very, very deep, old, and ancient art. There's a lot of people out right. here. Right. So you know yes. there's a lot of people out here. Right. They was actually born to serve you to serve. in a sexual way and in a practical way, meaning economics and all the rest of that. As long as they have access to you. All they want is a piece of you. They just want to smell the panties, smell your feet, smell your drawers, your ass, whatever. As long as they have access to you. And your job right. is to treat your ghoul very well. Don't disrespect your ghoul. Always treat your ghoul very well because your ghoul will be the one individual that's going to be there when no one else will be there for you. Right. Absolutely. You see what I'm I agree. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If a woman has a situation, or if it's a man has a situation, whereby everybody is in agreement, then the ritual can go on, and something can and something can come out of that, as long as everybody know what the program is. Mhm. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Now I'm a nigga mm-hmm. with multiple women. I don't get down like that myself. You're 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 a one on one person. Right. No, I don't. I mean, you know, I've, I've done that. Don't get me wrong, but I don't get down like that now. So it's always not, individual when you're with your women. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I, I just don't. Well, I'm I not really into all that. Because you get to you get to give that person all of you, your undivided attention, and you know. See? So see that. Right. You already know. Because you um, you have a goal, you you want to. It's it's good that you can do it with a group. Because I always felt like the more the power, the more powerful it is. 
Is, is that incorrect? The more people With that the is more, involved in no. the goal and, and doing mm-hmm. the ritual? No? Mm-hmm. Okay. No. That don't, you know, that's like that old thing, you know, it's like uh, too many cooks in the pot. You know what I mean? Mm. Yes. Okay, I got you. I got you. That's the point. I got you. Okay. You know, just because you got more, more, more people don't mean mean you got it's gonna make the ritual more powerful because what makes what actually makes the ritual powerful is, is a few things and which don't necessarily include the number of people and it, it includes the intention, right? Which comes out of honesty, first of all. So that goes a long way. I mean, if, if that's the intention to have three people and everybody know, okay, that's cool. But more so, but that's the foundation of the ritual. The foundation of the ritual is honesty and transparency. That's the foundation of any ritual, any sexual ritual. The number of people mm-hmm. is inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the next thing uh, becomes important. If if you start to move into the whole magic thing of it, it's when you fuck, how you fuck, where you fuck. You see what I'm saying? All those uh, things have to be taken into mm-hmm. place. Taken right. Into place. Is it yeah. a full moon? Is it a super moon? Is it a motherfucking moon? That ain't, we ain't seen it in 100 years? Or y'all doing it on that particular day? You see? So the, all these, these these things come into play. You know what I mean? Right. I'll take it to mucus. <laughs> you know what i Yeah. All that comes into play. So, right when you and you have to and and that is your responsibility as a magician, as a sexual magician. That responsibility falls on you to know these things, so that you can uh, get the most out of the ritual that you're getting ready to get involved in. Mm-hmm. So you wow. can't be. You can't be. You can't. You know, my whole thing is. The older you get, the less, um, the less potent you can afford to uh, be fucking for no reason. Mhm. Mm. You know what I'm about? When you when you're young, mm-hmm. you, you don't give a fuck. I mean, you can drop seed and sperm every motherfucking well. Right. But the older you get, that shit becomes just like everything else. It becomes more and more precious. So. If you're going to drop seed, if you're going to bust an orgasm, you better make that shit count. Right. That is true. Amen to that. Mm. <laughs> I can I can see how that works, though. I mean, especially, I mean, if you have a lot of people and everybody's not really energetically on the same page, it, it will wreck everything. But when it's just you and one person one-on-one, if it's, Consistently over time, you, your energies can mesh with each other and become something greater because it's much more right. intimate. Right. Exactly. I like how you said that, but. Mm, well, thank you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Don't be teasing me like that. Uh oh. Tease you, Daddy. Mm, okay. Daddy's a vein. I, yeah, he is something else. I love him. He is something else. <laughs> then he says it and he just pauses with it. He just like, yeah, 
You got he me. gives it. He, and he just paused. He, he speaks. That's right. He speaks and just he he gives it. He gives what he said or the way he said it. He gives the energy time to just work its way over and let it do what it yeah. do. You know, <laughs> he lets it marinate mm-hmm. in the air. Mm. Right. Right. Marinate. Wow. Marinate. Yeah. You let it get juicy right there. My lord. <laughs> oh, man. This is fun. This is fun. So, um, yes. So what, what they're saying, okay, so this is so we can reiterate what we were talking about because I know we got a lot of giggles going on in here tonight, and I do apologize, but, hey, I hope you're laughing with us, not at us. But, <laughs> but um it does make sense that you are, just as um, Queen Goddess Maisha had said, you know, it, it does make sense because you are focused with that person. Your energies are connected, and there's that power that's there that's over the two of you when you are right. sharing that energy. But when there's so much energy going out within everybody, it does make sense that it's not going to work. It's not going to be um, – it's not going to be as uh, consistent and, and as good. So, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Yep. So, um, yes, we're, we're going to have to, Daddy Devane, we're going to have to have, like, a part two and, and get into, um, we talked about the ghouls, or did we talk briefly about the ghouls and said that we were going to talk about, we were going to get into that, um, and some more stuff that mm-hmm. we were considering to talk about. Maybe we can have a part two again, you know, and have you back on with us. Yeah, I mean, because. Absolutely. That's the most important thing. I mean, I mean that's the whole point of sex of wing, the things that people are scared of really, I guess, getting to on the sexual nature or approaching on the sexual nature, including the uh the submissiveness the, the the goal everybody needs to, everybody needs to if if you're really not into a serious relationship you need to have a, you need to think about you need to consider the goal that's the thing that I want to bring up you need to consider mm, okay because maybe you you know you sang on you like hey look I'm not trying to be involved in a real serious relationship right now then you need to think about having a goal and there's nothing wrong with that mm, absolutely yeah you see, so yeah, we could do a whole show on that. I mean, you know, so if anybody get you know calling in, first of all, watch the movie Vampire in Brooklyn just to kind of get a little, you know, a cinema. Oh movie. yeah. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember, Kadeem Hardison was the ghoul to Eddie Murphy in that movie. Mhm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Daddy Devane, can you tell everybody? I want to just thank you so much for hanging out with us um, this evening in in the boudoir. Love when you come out with us, and we would love to have you back on again, and we will because we're going to do a part two. Okay. So, um, t- tell everybody where they can find you at and what all you're doing. Okay, well, you can find me on uh, Instagram, uh, Reverend Nigga Daddy. I'm over there dropping little little one minute videos about any topic at any one time. You can find me on Twitter, also at, at uh, Rev J 
just R-E-V, Rev Nigga Daddy, on Twitter. And that's basically where you can find me, all in my website, uh, DaddyDuvane.com. You can find me on there, DaddyDuvane.com, dealing with all questions of whatever, you know what I mean? And my whole my whole thing is about you need more honesty, loyalty, respect, and trust in your life. Those are four tenets by which I judge motherfuckers by. You know, if you whether you're honest, whether you're loyal, whether you're respectful, whether you're trustful, and if you don't have those things in your life, then you can you cannot realistically expect those things to come from somebody else you're getting ready to get involved with. Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. So, those are the few places awesome. that you know you will find them. So I do readings the whole nine yards, you know. Okay. Whatever you need. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna have you back on again. So I'm gonna reach out to you soon so we can get you back on with us again. Um. So yeah, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Yeah. Okay. My time up. Damn. Ninety minutes. Damn. But you know, I need two hours to get off. See how you do me? That's the problem I have with women. They're like, you in the pussy too long, Rev. Okay. <laughs> Ninety minutes, but all right. I'm sorry. That's just that's just that's just a warm up for him. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We are going to have you on for a full two hours the next time. The next yeah. time. All right. <laughs> um, we are getting ready to get out of here. Queen Goddess Maisha, can you tell us where, tell everybody where to find you at, ma'am? Yes, absolutely. Right now you can find me here on Thursdays on Erotic Talk Radio with the beautiful Queen Goddess Jade. All right. Okay, <laughs> is that it? It's just it's, you didn't give no nothing. That's no, it? right now this is this is where they can find me right now till something else might change. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, <laughs> all right. You know what? We are getting ready to get out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in with us um, as you do every Thursday night. So check us out next Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time for some more erotic talk and entertainment. You can check me out at sacredwombhealing.com, and you can follow us on Facebook in our group, Erotic Talk Radio. And you can check me out on my personal page, Blog Talk. I'm going to say Blog Talk Radio. I'm sorry, Facebook.com forward slash Womb Goddess Jade. <laughs> We're getting out of here. As I always say, remember, you can live life sexy, erotic, and seductive. And even though those words are recognized by many as a sexual form of expression, as I always say, you don't have to have sex to get your sexy on. But if you are, just make sure you're being safe, having fun, and exploring your passionate desires. That is it for this evening, everyone. Good night, and thank you. Good night. All right. Good night.